Naptown, the city that always sleeps. Most people think nothing happens in this town that is halfway between nothing and nowhere, but they would be wrong. There is plenty that goes on in this town for those willing to look. After meeting the mysterious Babushka, the crew is, was able to find their way through the old forest to the World Tree. And learning that this was how the Tree Gang was moving about so easily has helped them prepare for what is coming next. Hopefully being prepared will be enough in the city that always sleeps. So last time you guys went to the old forest in the northeast of the city and discovered how the new gang is teleporting around. You met an old lady there who is mysterious. Ooh, spooky. And you guys have all decided to reconvene tomorrow night for the bootlegging operation to try to take that down. You guys are going to meet at the warehouse that the Mueller's are operating out of, as far as you can tell still, and see what happens. But before that, is there anything you guys would like to do? Uh, yeah, so I just think, like, the morning-ish beforehand, like, Tanner and Runa and Darling need to talk about where Runa will be during this. Cool. Alright. Um. So I think Darling, uh, probably, like, gets you both to, like, sit at the table with her, uh, to have a serious conversation. Marina is sitting in a chair, kicking her legs. <laughs> so, I, I feel like we're probably at that point where we really need to talk about um, some things that we've been kind of avoiding here. Uh, for the the big one being, oh, Runa, we really need to figure out what to do with you. Because I feel like it's probably... Not smart to be taking you on some of these excursions. It doesn't feel very safe. Yeah, but I'm Tanner's moral compass, so if I'm not around, he'll do bad things. Yeah, I, I think that one, it's like, yeah, maybe, but more more importantly, um, said bad things that might happen would be less than great to have happen either to or in front of you. You're, like, more solid now is the issue, and it's less ambiguous about what you are and are not witnessing, and things can go pretty sideways on some of these things. Also, you know, you bring up a valid point. Uh, do you know what you do? I'm sorry, does that make sense? I mean, sort of. I don't sprout a bone axe or anything like that, but I am able to determine truth pretty easily. So, like, you might be valuable in an investigatory way? I mean, I think so. And a moral compass way, you know? That's kind of like my goal in life, was to, like, guide you. Well, life is extreme. Like, my goal as a rift, as a magic ghost girl, was to guide you. Well, and I think right there, you're you're hitting the nail on the head there, Runa, is that's when you were a magic ghost girl. Uh, now you're a real girl. And since Tanner and I seem to now, you know, we are in charge of you, a, a child, um, a real child here in our world, not a ghost kid. We kind of need to f figure out 
uh, you know, how to take care of you. And I mean, okay, here's the deal. At this point, you, you, you can't just follow Tanner around. We have too much that we do that involves dangerous things. So you can either go to school and we can get you set up there or kids your age do start working. So that's kind of our two options right now. I mean, if you want, I could go get a job. Well, if that's okay with Tanner, because I don't want him to feel like more of a deadbeat if he's the only one not bringing in an income. No, I mean, that's fine. I, I don't feel like that really exactly. Anyways, no, I mean, and I think we have a, we could take you to the mythic, miss, for the love of God, we could take you to the grove, um, and, um, the, the foggy grove, anyways, we could take (laughs) you there, they might be able to have you work as like a gopher, or like a, I don't know, magical newsie. Well, you, Tanner, do do we want that to be an option? Because we meant we we talked about that earlier, and we talked about not having her come around uh, Idris or Sylvia until we knew more about it. I'm yeah. not disagreeing. Well, I guess my point is like um, Runa, like you have a certain amount of extra normal abilities, and not to put too fine a point on it, sometimes you stand out as a result of that. So it might be better for you to be at a place where you're not going to draw attention to the fact that you have magic powers. Does that make sense? I mean, yes. I mean, I I trust you, Tanner. I'll do what you think is best for me. Cool. So we're going to take you to the mystical mythic grove and see if they have a job for you to, like, I don't know, carry messages and stuff. To, like, do you still turn invisible and, like, poof? You still poof in and out of places? Only when you give me that thing that Sylvia made for me. That could be valuable as like a messenger for teams or something, you know, if they want a longer message than the vague things that we get right now, you know. Or if they want to talk to someone who doesn't have the ability to receive those messages anyways. Let's do that. We're going to go talk to them and see what they make of it. So, you guys head off to the Mystical Grove. Mythical? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> I think it's actually mystical. I think it's, mis- it's I think. mystical. It's it, the way I remember it is City of Mist Mystical. Gotcha. That's what I thought. And then I start like thinking, I'm like, is that right or am I remembering a wrong like phrase to remember this? <laughs> but yeah, so you guys head there. Um you find Sylvia easy enough. She's behind the bar as she always is. Uh I think we could I think we could take her in easy enough. We have jobs to do and we are in the habit of protecting rifts that join the order. Great. Also, she might be usable for, like, interrogations, you know? Like, if you need someone to... I thought your goal was to keep me out of danger. No, no. Well, an interrogation isn't necessarily dangerous, except for that one time with that one guy. I'm talking about people shooting at you. Yeah, I mean, but, like, this is putting a target on my back then, isn't it? Well, I also, we also don't know exactly how far your powers reach. You may not have to be in a room. Yeah, you to can figure just sit out. nearby. I mean, that's fair. I don't know either. I haven't really flexed those muscles, so to speak. You should try to flex those muscles and let us know. Sure. She flexes her little bicep. <laughs> <laughs> 
she tries to look burly, and she is like a thin, wiry ten year old. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, so we're gonna be gone tonight. So hopefully that goes well. And do we'll, I like, do I live see here tomorrow? Now? Um, yes. Tanner is staring at somebody else. <laughs> As he does not own this piece of property and cannot just decide she lives here now. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. And Sylvia puts like a hand on her shoulder. It's okay. We we we'll, we'll find you a room, dear. And she like kind of like glares at you. <laughs> I don't own the place. What do you want me to do? Do you want her to sleep on a couch the rest of her life? Fine. <laughs> it was more you're just abandoning a child that is attached to you. I need you to babysit. She's sad. What? She's sad. <laughs> Can't my NPC be sad? <laughs> she only considers you her best friend, and you're just like, well, kicking her out of your house, so... She's gonna miss you. <laughs> She's a little sad about it, okay? We're kicking her out of a house where Tanner isn't even around, other than, like, two hours a day. All right. I mean, you're not wrong, but it's a sad moment for her, where you've just, like, kicked her out in all of your life. Um, all right, so... I don't have anything else to do. That was it. All right. You guys leave. Seamus or Faye, would you like to do anything during the day? I can't think of anything she would need to consult on. What does Evangeline do for us now? If you go to her, she can amp up your powers. Hmm. She'll give you a plus one on one of your powers. Like, she'll make one of your powers a plus two and another one a minus one. Hmm. What are my powers? Let's see. <laughs> Wait, how would that work? Would we not just or, not use that power? Yeah, I just like. I mean, yeah, you'd avoid using the one that basically negative. deactivates one of your powers to amp oh, okay. up another one to be a plus gotcha. two. Gotcha. Yeah, it makes it a zero, not a plus one, or not a minus one. I see what so, you're saying. So it makes one of them. Okay. It, it basically deactivates one of your powers to amp up another one to a plus two. I got you. Okay. You're gambling what you'll be using. So does it have to be mythos and mythos that you do that it, with? It would be in the same tree. So oh, like, okay. It would be like you amp up one power tag on a card. Yes, and that is how I'm imagining it. Decrease one power tag on a card. Oh, okay. Would you like to go amp up stuff, or are you good? Mm, no, <laughs> I was thinking about amping up shape shifting, but then I think I'm gonna potentially use all of the shape shifting things. <laughs> so I didn't want to kick it's myself. It's almost like there's consequences to gambling with this. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I'm good unless Seamus wants to go amp up something no i don't think so he already he already did his like weird uh (laughs) (laughs) ditching an entire theme (laughs) yeah yeah he doesn't need to handicap another tag (laughs) he doesn't really need to be like busted up i mean it's very noir to be very busted up by the end of the seamus so i think you're doing the most noir thing right now (laughs) Tanner wants to keep up. He should cut off his other hand. (laughs) (laughs) I rolled well. I'm good. All right. So you guys head to an old warehouse that you guys recently burned down like six months back. From a distance, you can see that there is activity going on there. It is not empty, even though it is later at night. It is near the time that is listed on the note. You guys pull to a inconspicuous corner. You are far enough away that you can kind of see a little bit what's going on, but not enough that you're drawing any attention from these people who are every so often you see loading up a truck. What do you do? 
So I had a thought, like a, a concerning thought about this, and I was, I've been thinking about it, you know. You remember the bank? Like, our plan was let them kill each other, right? Not to put too fine a point on it. Um, but you remember with the bank, we didn't see anything, you know? So maybe that won't work? Question mark? Like, I'm just worried that it's gonna happen inside, we're not gonna see anything, and then it's just gonna be another wasted night. Right, especially if they are have somebody else who can... Well, th- we know they can portal in. We don't know where they're going to portal in to. Right, yeah, yeah, using yeah. Using the tree. Hang on. Uh, out of game, I'm just now remembering what we talked about at the end of last time. Did we want to get in the building? I think that's, well, that's what we're trying to figure out now. I think we do. About, yeah. Okay, and I can't remember, did we... we did the other group... Well, if we wanted to split up, did the other group want to be by the tree or be outside the warehouse? Oh, do they have to go in... Do they pop out at the tree and then go somewhere else? I guess we no, don't know. They, they have to go to the tree to go through the portal. I don't yeah. think we had talked about doing that. I just vaguely remember both of those options. and wanted to make sure we were... Okay, now that's worth talking about out of game. Do we want to split consistent. up? And have some of us go to the tree where they're hopping in. Yeah, I kind of feel like it's a bad idea, almost. Like, I know we talked about it last time, but if the I, goal I is to stop... I didn't think we were going to do that, but I could just not be really. the issue is if we split up, I feel like half of them are just going to get through the portal and or we're going to be outnumbered, you know what I mean, if there's just two of us? Yeah. But I feel like maybe having one of us sneak in to keep an eye on what's going on might be a good idea. I feel like having one of us sneak in might be a good idea. Um, Tanner's just kind of staring at Faye. Right. (laughs) I think the question is, too, is if we even just send one person over to the tree, do we want to find out how they're using it? Oh, because we don't know how they're activating it? Yeah, yeah. We don't know how they activate it. We just know there's runes with, like, words. Yeah, runes with words that have been people have been going to before like bank right. yeah so if we want i'm not super punchy punchy i could just observe from the tree and we could split up three and one that's okay i just don't know like you wouldn't be able to get to the warehouse then you know what i'm unless you followed them through the portal yes yes that would be that would be the one downside which is why i think we probably keep at least the majority of us at the warehouse, but we don't have to do that. I just, uh, I'm, I think we had talked about it at the end of last episode, so I just want to make sure we have consistency. <laughs> okay, can we? Can you take my uh, like sh- raven shape power and like bank it so that you could like fly through after them potentially? I think I could do that. I don't okay. see why not. I didn't know if there was like a limit to how long that lasts. But I think because we always use it immediately. But if you didn't want to use it immediately, we could set you up with that. And then you go to the tree. I think other than Gideon, it's whatever I want. Okay. So. Gotcha. It's a it's a flexible power unless I'm dealing with that character. You yeah. kiss Faye on the cheek and get her power. <laughs> Perfect. Faye um, watches a little bit. So Darling is going to watch at the tree. Potentially follow them through as a bird. 
I think that's a good plan. Yeah. Faye, Tanner, Seamus are on the car. Faye looks over at Tanner, (laughs) meaningfully looking at her. Is like, well, yes, I can shapeshift into a raven and keep an eye on the place. I won't be able to contact you really immediately uh, if things go the way they did last time in this warehouse. But fingers crossed. Yeah, I mean, would you be able to, like, I don't know... Can we give her, like, a flare or something? Little bird flare. <laughs> little, little bird flare. <laughs> uh, well... I just imagine a raven carrying a flare, a full flare gun. <laughs> <laughs> I... If I don't come back in ten minutes, say, something's wrong. Yeah, who wants, like, a barn owl and twice, like, a screech owl and... We'll see what we can what what can be done. <laughs> Roll to know if you know the difference between a barn owl and a screech owl, Faye. <laughs> Did anyone is anyone get a roll for rock solid literary reference? Is that from Moby Dick? No, it's it's from The Hobbit. It's what the dwarves told Bilbo to do when he went to spy on the trolls. Although he didn't know it was trolls, he just knew there was a fire in the forest during the rain. Anyways. I'm done. <laughs> Not all of us are nerds, Cody. I'm just kidding. We're all nerds, but. <laughs> Nerd. At least I don't confuse The Hobbit with the Bible, so. <laughs> it wasn't The Hobbit. It was Lord of the Rings. Uh, yeah, so Faye's going to shapeshift. Roll me a sneak around, and whatever you apply, you also have a minus one, which I will explain when you fly up. Great. Um, that minus one is why I suggested you carry a flare gun, by the way. <laughs> okay. I'm worried you're going to get caught, you know? I just imagine that you hit, like, an anti-magic force field, and you're flying, and you just turn into Faye and just <laughs> <No>. eat it. <laughs> just comet into the ground. <laughs> it's kind of what happened last time, to be honest. She went to take off, go and it was, like, halfway up, and then just poof, into a table. Um, so I'm going to use shapeshifting and raven shape. Can I also use make others focus on each other, not me? Yes, I can allow that. Okay. So you have a plus two total. Okay. Hey, that's a 12. Hey, nice. You didn't even need that. I didn't. So as you fly back up to these windows that you went in last time, you see that they're all have like more bars on them. (laughs) Okay. It's almost like they saw someone come in as a bird before and they're like, not again. (laughs) However, there is still one window that's open. (laughs) it was too hot it was too hot so someone cracked a window Maurice on his first day just opened a window a little bit wasn't here when it burnt down last time so Faye is easily enough able to fly in over the in that little crack scoot in and be like bird hopping around the rafters okay what are you specifically looking for um or make an investigation check and tell me what you're looking for yeah is that a check I can make um yeah We'll okay. apply whatever tags you want. You are in raven shape. That does not... Well, I guess. I'm an intelligent raven. Can use intelligence. Yeah, I'll, I'll allow you to do intelligent. <laughs> okay. You Wait. could probably use raven shape because don't birds have good eyesight? Is that a thing with birds? Yeah, I, I mean, some birds. I don't know if that is a bird thing, is it? Birds I mean, of prey do. I don't know if ravens particularly do. We could say yes. <laughs> I, I am, like, camouflaged. Like, I could get places I wouldn't normally be able to get to. So that's yep, the ravens do possess sharp eyesight and hearing, so I'll give you raven shape. Nice. And are considered the most intelligent of all birds. Like crows, they can learn to imitate a variety of sounds, including the human voice. All right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Thanks, Google. 
Do you want to know what book that was a plot point in? The Hobbit. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh. Welcome to our podcast. It's about The Hobbit. <laughs> As CEO of the Wandering Gamer Network, I moved to change the name of our podcast to uh, Hobbit Talk. <laughs> oh, Wandering no, Hobbit our, Network. The, if we're talking about The Hobbit, our, the, our podcast has to be Filthy Hobbitses. <laughs> that line wasn't in The Hobbit. That was in Lord of the Rings. Right. That's why it's bad. That's why we're Wait. filthy. That's why we're, yeah, that's why we're filthy. Because we're using a name from a different book. Oh. <laughs> it just makes Cody sad inside. Or maybe just make it a reference to The, the Hobbit, you know, and then... No, we've only referenced The Hobbit once out of our, like, 200 episodes. Anyway, (laughs) I rolled an eight. You you use two tags? You can ask two questions. Okay. And then then you're going to turn back into human and flop right in the middle of a table. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I want to know if there are magical artifacts that it seems like um, the new gang that Zadok belonged to would be after. No, this is a thousand percent a bootlegging operation, as far as you can tell. Okay. Um, you you might notice some magical presence, but it doesn't seem like there's any artifacts around. Like artifact spies. Okay. So it appears that the reason that the other two places were like marked by Zadok is not that's a related reason to this one. Um, and then I want to try to see where uh zadok's people would be coming in like where their portal would be appearing like what's an out of the way place that they would be showing up in i don't know if i can detect that should i pick a different question um i would say a different question okay help me out guys what should i i mean you can ask that but there's not real like if you want to find an out of the way place you can but that doesn't mean... I wouldn't be able to narrow it down, yeah. Um, right. The chances of them showing up there are the chance of them showing up anywhere else Yeah, I understand. in this place. Maybe ask what is going on here aside from just the sale of alcohol, or maybe that is it, you know? That was kind of what... Well, I don't know if that's too related to the previous question. I mean, you can ask That's it true. If, if you wanted to, like, really clear... Like, if you want to drill down on it. I don't know if it'll give me a different answer than the other one. I, I guess I've always got the impression that the bootlegging was not the only thing, because if it was, why would they need all this other crap? It seemed like there was secondary or higher goals, but maybe that's not the case. Um, oh, like so, the Mueller's. Yeah, like why yeah, would they I need brain control else. zombies or undead henchmen if they just were running liquor, you know? It feels yeah. like a lot of extra steps. I, I yeah. guess the, the impression I always got from it was they were using the rift magic as a means to do their bootlegging but that may not be the case there may be more well that's true it. that might be the case so yeah i guess i'll i'll ask if there's another operation working out of this warehouse in tandem with bootlegging because that could give me a clue as to why the new gang wants to be here and also gives me an idea of what the Mueller's are really up to as far as you can tell, there does not seem to be another operation going on. It just seems to be the sale of alcohol. Okay. Or not even sale, the transportation of alcohol. Yeah, that's What does rolling an eight do? Does it mean I get half-truths? It what? means you get fuzzy information. Fuzzy information. Okay. Like, okay. So nothing I said is definite, but... Okay. You're also asking very general questions, so... Yeah. Like, your information is just going to be more vague in general. With that kind of stuff. Yeah, I was just I was just making sure I remembered what yeah. my role was doing. 
Yeah, so I think I fly back and relay that. These are the sound effects that everyone pays for <laughs> on our non-existent Patreon. <laughs> so without issue, you are able to fly back out of the hideout or the warehouse and back to the car. I Yeah, I relay that information that there's not I didn't know if they had artifacts. anything to say to you or if you guys are just waiting. Sorry. So it's just there. It's just like bottles of wine for days. Although I, I guess it'd probably be more like corn liquor. Anyways, doesn't matter. That's what it appears to be. Nothing. Why would Zadok care? Not Zadok. Whoever's in charge of Zadok, I guess. Zadok doesn't care about much anymore, honestly. <laughs> right. right. Zadok's dead. But you know, whatever. The Zadok's employers. Why would Zadok's employers care about alcohol? That's that's what's bothering me as well. I um I can't connect the dots between the first two places that we saw and this one. There's nothing. I wonder if it's just like a turf thing, like, you know, then stepping on toes that they're an illegal organization operating where this new illegal organization wants to operate, so they just have to like kind of die by default, but are they in the same business? Like Oh, wait, maybe maybe they were gathering the magical artifacts in order to stage oh, an attack Oh, like specifically here. attack this place. Yeah, maybe. To go up against a, they must, they might know the Mueller's are hiring rifts, and so they need extra firepower in order to take oh. them. Okay, this this sounds bad again, but I'm sitting here kind of thinking to myself, helping one side or the other is at some point kind of choosing to help one criminal entity against another i don't think we should call the police but i think we should see see how this plays out do you want me to transform back and keep an eye on who's coming through the portal or yeah maybe just like keep your like beak in a window and we'll just kind of wait right by the window and if I don't, I don't know. I don't know why we, you know what I mean? Does that make, I'm, okay, I, I'm, now I'm now asking because I don't have Runa around. Is there a reason why, like, morally speaking, how does everyone feel about just kind of letting nature take its course? It sounds bad in my head, but I'm trying to think of the alternative. You know what I mean? I can't say that I'm the best moral compass in the world, but. So shameless. <laughs> Is there a reason why we would help the Mueller's or this new group over the other one if they're about to have a throwdown? I personally can't see a reason to not let to rift groups that we think are hurting people hurt each other instead. Yeah, and it's like, and I'm worried if we get involved, it'll just, it'll just get more messy, not less. Like if we could somehow stop them from, but I don't know how to stop the portal. So they're getting in. Unless Darling stops it somehow, but that's not really what she's there to do, so... Alright, let's keep an eye on it, see what happens. Yeah, I'm still worried if if two Rift groups go at it, it would spill out and harm the city, but I agree that what you're saying, that if we get involved, that could just make things worse. Yeah, now it's three Rift groups having a giant fight. Hopefully this area is pretty... Are there people around? I guess that's a good question. Zach, are there people around? There are not a lot, but there's not nothing. Because there are other warehouses and stuff mm-hmm. around here, and right? 
though this is in the middle of the night, there are people getting off of, like, it's like there's factory work going on at all hours of the day kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So there, I wouldn't say there's a lot by any stretch, but it's not, it's not what you think of when you think of, like, 10 o'clock it's at night. It's not deserted, is Yeah, what there's saying. not no one there. Well, maybe our job should be to contain anything that yeah. all right. goes yep. down. I'm down. Let's, let's do it. Let's go keep an eye. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to turn back into a raven and sit in the window. Okay, and you're just fine. Keep an I, eye I'll for... keep your 12 from before. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just keeping an eye for... Are you guys waiting the in the car shutting. from a distance? Oh, you... uh, no, I'd be, like, nearby so that if, like, she turned back... Just, like, back smoking into... on a corner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Close enough that if she called for help, I would be able to hear it and immediately be there. Okay. You know what I mean? The way... For the record, the way I'm imagining these windows are, like, up high. Like, yeah, I, I think okay. I would cacaw really loudly. Yeah, you, you can still contact each other. It's just... In my head, you guys aren't literally next to I'm not her. no I'm not next to him I have a couple stories no, no 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 but I mean if she's standing in a window and then all of a sudden she's not standing in the window anymore you know we can drive the car through the wall and yeah, start I just want to make sure we're all on the same page I don't want to like you guys assume you're all like you know around the corner from each other you know stacked up no I'm not feeding her bird seeds but I can throw <laughs> them at her that's my new way of, of defining distance I like it I think we flipped a darling yeah, I am running this game. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I, didn't run, I just want to have dead space. <laughs> so we'll flip to Darling now. That was my own decision. I was going to. I think <laughs> we should flip to <laughs> Darling. My own decision. Though. I made it myself. Not to Vinny, CEO, weigh in. So, Darling, you are in the forest. Can you make me a sneak roll? Because you were trying not to be spotted. Sure. Uh, I'm going to use uh, my God's favor since I'm a bird, a burb. Um, and I'll see if you let me do this. Uh, I'm going to use a reflection again or try to use reflection again to use like the power of the forest to mask my Fine. Uh, like I'll, signature. I'll allow it. <laughs> Huzzah! That's a 14. All right. Well, didn't even need it. Right? Double sixes will do that to you. <laughs> I had a really good, like, uh, mix success in mind for you. <laughs> I'm sure you did, but I'm really glad I didn't get that. Oh. So you are perched up as a dove sitting in a branch, which is unusual for this time of year. I don't know if doves are in this area of the country, honestly. I haven't seen a dove in native habitat ever, so who knows where they live. <laughs> Arcs is kind of my assumption. <laughs> that was a Bible joke, Cody. Not a Lord of the Rings joke. Huh? <laughs> he just like was looking confused at the screens. I'm like, well, it's a Bible joke. Sorry. I didn't know if you were describing more. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so as you sit there, you get there a little early. You do start to see a few people start to show up. And it starts off as just a couple. And then there's three or four. And by the end of the night, there's like eight to ten people just milling about. Around this tree. Okay. Make me an investigation roll. I'm not going to have you ask questions, but it's kind of how much you hear, how much they say kind of thing. Yeah, that makes sense. I am just trying to see if there's anything I could add to it, and I don't think there really is, unless you let me use the same tags as before because I'm hidden, but... I'll give you the God's favor, because I'm assuming... Okay. I just assume birds have good eyesight and good hearing. 
Now I gotta look up if doves have good eyesight. <laughs> uh, that's an eight. Also, I found out uh, doves are adaptable birds and are most likely found in forests and woodlands and just about every place on the planet. Okay. All right. So, uh, they have very keen eyesight, which enables them to detect flashy attire and movement from a distance. <laughs> nice. How are they not just crows then? Just looking for flashy things. Because they're white. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say they were smart like crows. It just says they look for flashy things. <laughs> they have good taste. <laughs> Which yeah. is fitting for darling. Mm-hmm. The good taste part. <laughs> so you are sitting up in this tree. And after a while, when you would presume it is time for them to start going, they you see someone stand up in front of them. All right. Everybody know the drill. You have your locations. Remember to keep them firmly in your mind to transport. We've done this before, people. I shouldn't have to remind you. But Jethro over there seems to get stuck on the other side of the portal every darn time that we do this. So remember, keep in mind where you're going until you come back. You know this is an easy easy job. We need to take out the stuff. In, out, do as much damage as we can. All right, everyone ready? Do I see the same girl from the museum or the historical society? Oh, uh, yeah. You would see her in this crowd. Okay. But she's not, a- is she like, a- she's not actively taking a role in the transportation part of this. Does it look, or does it look no, like? She, okay. she just looks like one of the crowd. There, okay. At this point, no one looks to be actively doing anything to transport. Like there isn't like someone to the side concentrating or doing any of that. Okay. And so these people all start to get ready. They give their nods of affirmation. There are about four four to five women and four to five men. All the men seem to look more burly. Uh, Something you do notice about the women before they go through, now that you're paying a little bit more attention, is that many of the women seem to have wings on their back. Okay. Angel wings, feathery, nice looking kind of thing. Like decorative or like... (laughs) Real. Real. Like they sprouted them or okay. they just had them the whole they time? They had them the whole time. I forgot to mention it. Oh, they, okay. They showed up. Oh, okay. But they're also like wearing coats and stuff. So people with wing, with like large functional angel wings showed up is what you're saying. I feel like you buried the lead on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, they showed up. They made small talk. They were in cars. They have giant <laughs> angel wings, but you know, whatever. Oh, these wings unfold rather. <laughs> Was how I imagined in my head, like, they're able to fold them up under their, like, winter attire. And as they are getting ready to go, they take off their coats, and you see large wings behind them. Okay. And with that, uh, I think I called them green. Multiple green portals open up, and they seem to be going off in pairs of two. One, one male, one female going into these portals. Can I tell which one is going to the warehouse? Um, No. I don't think they show where they're going. Okay. Can I... Did they Did they use the tree in any manner to get where they were going? Or to open these portals? So as these portals open, you or these portals are now open and they're starting to walk through, you look around because you did not see anyone do any chanting or anything like that. But then you do see multiple of the words just glowing on the or multiple of the runes on the tree glowing very brightly. Okay, so they're they're glowing. Nobody touched the tree. No. Nobody went specifically for certain words. Okay. 
All right. And how many portals did you say there were? Let's say five. And there's ten people total. Okay. I only... Oh, I have a D10. I rolled a nine on a D10. Which portal am I going through? So you go through the last one that opened up. You do not recognize either of these people going through. So as you fly up, make me just a mythos roll. Yeah, because she can't picture where she's going. And give me a minus one on it because you're not Norse. Well, I mean, Yggdrasil is related to Norse mythology. No, I know it is. I just didn't realize all these other people are Norse. Yeah, no, that was was not... that was not so I, that. Um, okay, hang on. I'm like, it, it, it's a Norse tree. It, it does its thing. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just a mythos role. I was trying to in my head. A mythos yeah. role is I just add my three themes, correct? Okay, and then yes, you you add your and then I have a minus themes. one. Okay, so seven, eight, nine, ten. That is a nine. Okay, so you you start flapping, flying headfirst into this portal, and. At the last second, like, you start to feel resistance as you try to get close, and right before you think you'd, like, hit a wall, the location just comes to you, which is a street downtown, and you just come, go, end up going through this portal. It feels very ethereal and magical and uncomfortable at a certain point as you fly through, and it feels like you're basically falling through a tree. And then you come out the other side of this portal and are just flapping over downtown. Okay. Do do I see the two people that I followed? Yes. They are standing on a roof near the portal as it starts to close. Okay. Behind you. Okay. I... So flipping back to the other... Oh, do you have a question, man? You look like you have a question. I don't, I don't have a question, but uh, I don't know if I can say this. I think Darling, like, just kind of like kind of circles around so it looks natural until she can just like find a place to watch them. Okay, that's that's completely fine. You can do that. At this point, Faye, you are listening. Make me an investigation roll, Faye. Okay. Can I do intelligent and Yes. Make others focus on each other, not me? You can have your raven shape. Oh, too. your raven shape, that's what I did last time. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. It's a five. Cool. You hear nothing. Great. At this point, well, you, the three of you all hear the same thing. You hear multiple trucks start up and start leaving the place. You do not hear any portals or see any portals going on, but all of these trucks that are loaded with alcohol start heading off. Okay. I feel like we should follow those. Okay. I can flutter down. Maybe you stay here as a bird, and we'll follow them, and... Because, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, are they going to wait until everyone's gone, then pop in, and just be like, hey, we're robbing the place, or whatever? That might be what's happening, now I'm thinking about it. She shrugs as a bird. (laughs) Thank you, Faye. Seamus, any (laughs) thoughts? Follow them, or stay here? Do we really want to split the group up again? No, (laughs) but I don't know what else to do. Actually, Faye, you want a bird after them, and me and Seamus will stay here? Cheep, cheep. She flies after the uh, after the truck to Guess. see if it. If you headed. hear gunshots with your ears, you know, come back. We're getting shot at and could use help. Cheep. Or cacaw. I should really learn. I should really learn how to speak. Raven. You know what? No, she should learn how to speak human as a bird. I feel like. Faye's a magic witch person, that should be part of it, you know? 
Oh, they, Zach did say ravens can sound like human voices. You have to mimic people you hear, though, so you should mimic Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> or Seamus, I guess, but Tanner's a more funny voice to recognize a bird. <laughs> Just a bird sitting there <laughs> in Tanner's voice. Look into my eyes. Here's the coffee. <laughs> Uh, it's just sad knowing that I peaked with that line, you know? Like, whatever I DM in the future, I'll just never be as good as Runa saying that line. <laughs> Look into my eyes. Have a coffee. Uh, I, I guess Tanner's just gonna go inside. <laughs> Subtly, though. Okay, make, make me a stealth <laughs> it's roll. like, what? Yeah, I, 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 was, I was waiting. I'm like, you're just like... I was imagining the fish from Spongebob just like, Hello! <laughs> Uh, make me a stealth roll as you... I'm assuming you're like, you know, you can... You're trying to pop... Well, we'll get there. We'll see how well the stealth roll goes. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. I want to use... Um, Calm authority. Private <laughs> well, detective. I was going to say finding dirt to, like, find, That's, like, a sneaky way in. That's fine. I'll allow that one. Anything else you got? Uh, yeah, I got a five total. <laughs> so... You start fiddling with the window next to you. You're like, oh, I'll just like pop the lock. It'll be easy. Th- it doesn't pop, and it doesn't pop, and then you just elbow the glass in, and then pop the lock and lift it up. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and then crawl in. Um, on the inside, you see much of what you saw last time you went. There's a bunch of crates with bot. There's a bunch of crates with alcohol in it, but there's a lot less than last time since they just sent an order off. Yep. So there's. It's mostly empty crates. There's a few things here and there before you get at a glance. You know, they didn't send off literally every piece of alcohol they have. You also notice only a couple of guys in here who turn to you. Hey, what are you doing in here? Um, sorry, long shift. I, uh, this is not the right warehouse. I'll just go back the way I came. You guys have a good night. All right, get out of here. We didn't see anything. Sure you didn't. All right, bye. And Tanner just turns around and leaves. <laughs> yeah, like, th- they don't care. Like, you you left immediately, so they're good with it. <laughs> All right. Tanner's just going to kind of stay by that window, just kind of crouched by the side of the building. <laughs> if you're trying to sneak into that window, I don't think breaking it was the good way to go. Eh, there's like three guys in there. Like, honestly, I think we could take them if we had to. I just think that the other gang is gonna get a bunch of alcohol, I think. It's a raging party. (laughs) They need a name. We should call them the Tree Gang. Because they're putting down roots. (laughs) (laughs) We're calling them the Tree Gang. Or the Leafy Boys. <laughs> or the Tree Gang. They hope you leaf them alone. <laughs> the Green Sprout People. <laughs> Popping up all over the place. <laughs> yeah, that works. Man, all of my good catchphrases for this gang that I have yet to name in my notes. At this point, Faye is flying over one of the trucks when she notices a shadow being cast on her at night. I don't know how that works. It's a bright night. Like the from above? Big. There is a woman flying over you. It's a full moon. <laughs> Zach holds up his fingers. Oh, right, because they're angels. They can fly. I was like, is she just, like, <laughs> flapping her arms? Or does she have a jetpack? I forgot you mentioned jet the wing pack. thing. 
And I was like trying to imagine it in my head when you had very clearly alluded. <laughs> We're playing to a nineteen twenties magical game. Must be jetpack. <laughs> no, I get it. A gargoyle flies over. I'm I'm with it. I just more imagine Cody just imagining a T pose, just like levitating T pose at him. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, and I gotta Google gargoyle pictures. Yeah. They they have the wings, but they don't use them. They use jetpacks instead. <laughs> yeah, they have jetpacks <laughs> the attached to each decorative. wing. They have like half of a jetpack to each wing that helps oh, them fly. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it would be ridiculous if they were flying without right. wings. <laughs> that would just be stupid. <laughs> anyway, so I notice uh, a shape above me. A shape above you as this woman dives down and attacks the truck that is being driven. And we'll stop there for tonight. Hey Wanderers, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Naptown Chronicles. If you want to hear more content from the Wandering Gamer Network, you can check out the Wandering Gamer Network website. We also post Let's Plays that we do on YouTube under the channel Wandering Gamer Network. On Twitch, we can be found at wandering underscore gamer underscore network, and you can follow us on Twitter at the WGN Podcast. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. The intro and outro music was composed by Caitlin Balgaman, who voices Faye in this podcast. All other music is openly licensed or in the public domain. Now, sleeper, it is time to rest. And remember, it is the gods who envy us.